So you guys know I always talk about matcha because matcha is life, but I get questions about coffee all the time and I got a lot this week for some reason. You guys are asking if I drink coffee too. Is it healthy? Is it good for your gut, your hormones? So today we're going to talk about how coffee affects your gut and your hormones. And at the end, I'm going to tell you how I recommend drinking it, including what to add to your coffee, when to have it, because how and when make a very big difference in terms of how it affects your body, your gut, your hormones, your energy, and all of that. Okay, so first, is coffee good for your gut? And the answer is a big yes, which might surprise some of you. So let's quickly go over why. So first, coffee has a positive impact on your microbiome, which as you all know, are the trillions of bacteria in your digestive tract that pretty much dictate the health of your gut. So studies show that coffee increases two good kinds of bacteria called bifidobacteria and lactobacilli. And as you know, the more good bacteria you have, the better your overall gut health. Another reason is that coffee is actually pretty high in antioxidants and specifically in an antioxidant called chlorogenic acid, which has anti-inflammatory properties that help your gut and your gut lining. And obviously we want to lower inflammation in the gut for better gut health. A third reason is that coffee has been shown to be really good for liver health and liver health and gut health are very closely connected. So if you improve your liver, your gut health is also going to improve. And finally, is that caffeine, which you know, I mean, coffee contains caffeine and caffeine is a natural stimulant. So that as a natural stimulant, it can increase the muscle contractions in your digestive tract, leading to an increased urge to have a bowel movement, which many of you have probably felt before. And I don't love the idea of depending on coffee to go to the bathroom, but eliminating daily and going to the bathroom daily is so important So if that's what you need to go to the bathroom, then I just see it as another point for coffee. Ideally, you wouldn't rely on it, but again, making sure you're eliminating every single day is really key. And so if that's what you need, then coffee it is, better than taking other drugs for it. Okay, so that's in general why coffee can be really good for your gut, but of course, everybody is different, so listen to your body. For some of you, if you suffer from acid reflux, coffee might not feel so great, but that's not true for everybody with acid reflux. I feel like coffee gets pushed away as like the first thing, but it doesn't trigger everybody. So listen to your body. Also, if you have things like IBSD, coffee might overstimulate your bowels. And so of course, listen to your body, but in general, just know that coffee can be really helpful for your gut microbiome and for your gut in general. And of course, if you don't like coffee or it doesn't sit well with you, then this isn't a reason to add it in. There's many other ways to improve your gut health. So don't feel like this is telling you you have to have coffee. This is just to say for those of you who love coffee and have been told that coffee is the devil and bad for this or that, that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of good things about it. So if you enjoy it, you can enjoy it guilt-free. Okay, so what about coffee and your hormones? So you guys already know that if you have a healthy gut, you'll also have healthy hormones. So with that connection, coffee technically should be good for your hormones. But there's one caveat that we have to talk about. And that is if you have very high cortisol levels. Cortisol is your stress hormone. 
So if you feel like you're constantly stressed out and anxious, okay, let's be honest, baseline, we're all stressed out. But if you feel like you stress is something that is a really big part of your life and you have, you know, a rapid heartbeat and you just have a lot of anxiety and stress on a daily basis, then too much coffee probably isn't going to be good for you because coffee increases our stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. So this probably doesn't mean that you can't have it at all, but I definitely wouldn't drink strong coffee. I definitely wouldn't do it on an empty stomach and I wouldn't drink too much. So that's just something to be mindful of. And this applies more to female bodies than male bodies because our hormones are just much more sensitive, especially our stress hormones like cortisol. Okay, so now on to the good part of the coffee tips. So if you're going to drink coffee, now that you know that it's good for your gut, it's good for your hormones, unless you're really, really stressed out, let's talk about ways to have your coffee so it's the healthiest for you. So first, ideally choosing organic coffee if you have, if you can. Not everybody can. And if you're drinking coffee out, you usually don't know what they're using. But if you buy it at home, choose organic because coffee is heavily sprayed with pesticides. So going with organic it just helps you avoid the extra toxic burden on your body. And like, I'm not somebody that's going to tell you to have organic everything, but if you're a coffee drinker, you're probably having coffee every day. So that's pesticides in your body every single morning. So ideally get organic. The second thing that I'd recommend is if you can grind your own coffee beans. Like I said, coffee is a really good source of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory molecules but these are going to be best when they're fresh. So if you buy ground coffee at the store, it's sitting there and it's getting depleted of all the good stuff as it's sitting on the shelf. So you can get a super simple coffee grinder. I got one for like $15 off of Amazon. I've had it for like five years and it works amazing. So that's definitely recommended if you can. And in terms of what to put in your coffee, of course, this is personal preference. I think not putting sugar is an obvious one. If you want to sweeten it up some way, I prefer to use monk fruit drops. Now Foods has a good monk fruit drop option and you can put one drop in and it really sweetens it up. And that way you sweeten it without a sugar spike in the morning. Adding, so I personally love black coffee and I used to drink a lot of black coffee when I didn't have as much stress in my life and it didn't affect me. But now with less sleep with Liam and just more stress, black coffee just doesn't sit too well with me. And so you have to know your stress levels in your body. If you're not stressed out or you're a male, black coffee is great. Females, usually I recommend adding something. So a milk, I usually add some cashew milk. And actually adding milk makes it stain your teeth less, which is also a plus. Otherwise, we're just staining our teeth every day with coffee. So adding a cashew milk, and then also I sometimes like to add some collagen and a prebiotic powder. So I like to add acacia in there or inulin, and then you can add a collagen. And this way, by adding the milk and a collagen and a fiber, I kind of call this like my key three coffee. And this way it also helps balance your blood sugar, you're feeding your gut, and it's also good for your hormones because it's not black coffee being absorbed super, super quickly because you have like the fiber, the proteins, and the fat in there to make it absorb slower. And it kind of tastes delicious this way. And finally, when to have your coffee. Okay, so one thing to think about is if you have iron deficiency, it's important not to have coffee too close to your meals because the tannins in the coffee bind iron and then it prevents your body from absorbing it. 
So it's recommended to wait like an hour. I love having coffee after lunch, for example, and I don't want to wait an hour. So I wait 30 minutes, but obviously it depends on your body. If you do, I don't struggle with iron deficiency, so I don't have to be too careful about it. But if you do, I would definitely wait an hour because as you guys know, I've said this so many times, I don't recommend iron supplements. So you have to do whatever you can to get it from food. And that means not having coffee with it because coffee is going to just take it away from you pretty much. Another thing to keep in mind when you choose when to have your coffee is that it is technically best to wait around 90 minutes after you wake up. And I know this is tough. I love having coffee first thing in the morning, but I said this in a previous episode, I think that when I change that and I now wait a bit, I wait like an hour or an hour and a half or sometimes two hours, I have so much more energy for the rest of the day. And that's because when we wake up in the morning, we have a natural cortisol spike. So if we have coffee on top of that, we have even more of a cortisol spike and that can just like mess with our energy for the rest of the day. This is not a hard rule. And I think body in this sense is super different and everybody clears cortisol at like in a different rate. And so I think you kind of have to play with it. If waiting an hour and a half is way too long, maybe start by waiting an hour and maybe that's all you need. I personally have seen a really big difference in my energy, so I stick to it. Maybe you try it out and you don't see an energy difference. And so maybe you can have your coffee first thing in the morning and that's perfectly fine. But let's say like an ideal situation would be waking up, getting some morning light in your eyes, having breakfast, and then having coffee. And then if you have coffee after breakfast, you can also have it black if you like it that way. Earlier, I was mentioning putting the collagen, the prebiotics, and the milk in it. That's much more important if you're having it first thing on an empty stomach. But if you're having it after breakfast, you can, you know, you already have something in your stomach, so you don't necessarily need to add anything to it. So that is it for today. Main takeaway is that coffee is good for your gut. And if you have a healthy gut, you should have healthy hormones. But be mindful if you're somebody who suffers from a lot of stress and anxiety, that coffee can exacerbate that and then it is not good for your hormones. So just be mindful. You can add the things that I mentioned. Just be mindful. Listen to your body. That's most important. And that's it. I hope I will be on next week. I'm traveling, so I might not have an episode out, but I love doing these and I love answering your questions. So hopefully I will be here. And as always, thank you for listening. And I hope that you guys are having an amazing week.